Hello, and welcome to The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, Mommy, the calendar says it's March 21st. Is it spring yet? Okay, those of you who are parents out there, who have young children that may look at calendars and it says something like first day of spring on March 20th of 2018. And so you have your children looking out the window. If you're in Washington, Baltimore, New York, Pennsylvania, New England, you see snow, a lot of snow out there from the fourth nor'easter of the last four weeks. And your first inclination is to say, hell no, it's not spring yet. Or something even more colorful. Uh, but this is a PG-rated podcast, so we'll, we'll keep it you know, reasonably less colorful as far as that goes. And you may be out on the West Coast in California. Southern California is getting drenched. The Sierras are getting feet of snow. And you may have very much the same answer. You may be elsewhere in the country, like here in Georgia and in Alabama and other places in the Mid-South, that are going to get freeze warnings tonight. And it's been a very chilly day. And you may also say, hell no, it's not spring yet. But what does spring actually mean in terms of meteorology and climatology? Well, it depends a little bit on what your application is. Historically, the calendar has been broken up into four seasons of three months each. And we have seasons sometimes thought of as January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, basically being winter, spring, summer, and fall. If you go by the sun and the fact that the sun is tilted away from the vertical at an angle of about 23 and a half degrees, such that the southern hemisphere tilts towards the sun in December and the northern hemisphere tilts towards the sun in July, then you have seasons that are based on the sun, and our calendars are pretty much set up to accommodate that in terms of first day of winter being near December 21st or 22nd, that corresponds to what we call the winter solstice when the northern hemisphere is tilted the farthest away from the sun. Southern hemisphere is tilted closest. So the next one of these is in the middle of March, 19th, 20th, or 21st usually, and it's referred to as the spring equinox, or the vernal equinox. And in this case, neither the northern nor the southern hemisphere are tilted towards the sun. Both hemispheres are tilted in the same sense, sort of in a sideways fashion. And the idea about the equinox is that every place on the planet has 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of night. So that's another way to define the seasons. Meteorologists and climatologists sometimes define meteorological seasons, meteorological winter being all of December, January, and February, all of spring being March, April, and May, the entirety of all three months. So by that measure, we've already been in spring for 21 days. So which measure is right? Well, the atmosphere, in some ways, doesn't really make that much of a distinction. Right now, in the middle of March, we are typically in the Northern Hemisphere in a transition between a winter-type atmospheric pattern and a summertime atmospheric pattern. 
some years this transition starts in February and can be over by April. Other years it can take two to three months. Other years it seems like it happens very quickly. The atmosphere goes under these transitions through its own internal workings and it doesn't really care what the calendar says. So for a lot of convenience we often will go with what's on our calendars and say, okay, it's March 21st, and by the so-called astronomical calendar, yesterday, March 20th, was the first day of spring, and we should have had 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of night. And that settles it. Wrong! It doesn't settle it. And the reason being is that what is often used for calendars in terms of the astronomical tables does not often take into account the fact that the Earth's orbit shifts little itty itty bits every year. The tilt of the Earth's axis is not exactly the same as it was last year. It shifted a bit. The, the shape of the Earth's orbit is not exactly the same. And even which star that the Earth's axis points to is not exactly the same every year doesn't change much, you blink and you miss it, but it's slightly different. So today, March 21st, Athens, Georgia, we had 12 hours and 10 minutes of daylight. Yesterday, March 20th, we had about 12 hours and 9 minutes of daylight, so it was not exactly 12. Turns out you have to go back all the way to March 16th for sunrise and sunset here in Athens, Georgia to be exactly 12 hours apart. And that again is due to these shifts in the orbit. And over time and over years, there will be a continued eventual migration of when this 12 hour period is. What day it is. So what's the answer? Do we follow the lead of Florida and decide that we don't want standard time anymore and just go to daylight savings time? Do we just then have, oh, we'll just keep moving the equinox every few years, every decade or so, and move it a different day, and then we have a different day? Or is that just too much trouble? And does that actually cause our politicians to spend even more of their time worrying about things that don't really matter a whole hill of beans? That's up to you to decide. But just so you know, the first day of spring, from the perspective of the equinox, 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of night was actually last week. You missed it! But it's okay. Because again, as I said, the atmosphere doesn't really care. It's going to do what it's going to do. And so New York and New England will continue to get all this great amount of snow that they're getting right now. The West Coast, particularly California, will continue to get rain and feet of snow over the next day or so. And in the middle of the country, we've got a fire weather watch in the southern and central high plains and a winter storm watch in the northern plains, just so that they don't feel left out of all the weather action. So tomorrow, we'll talk a little bit more about what's actually going on in California. Why, at this point in the season, are they suddenly getting pummeled with all this rain that's going to hit the slopes that were burned out by the Thomas Fire 
And those that haven't already washed down the hill in big mudslides may become mudslides themselves, and why the Sierras are going to have to worry about avalanches over the next few days. But that's all for today's Daily Bolt, and until tomorrow, happy spring.